Josh Crosby, our reporter, with me uh, now to talk about emigration, not immigration, something we talk an awful lot about these days, but emigration. Record numbers of visas have been granted for young Irish people heading to Australia. Uh, Josh, um, you didn't go to Australia for this report. I understand you, you argued hard uh, for the case. Um, holiday visa holders, though, um, uh, tell me a little bit about the facts and figures behind this. Yeah, so so the working holiday visa, it's a great system they run there. Like, young people get to go off, have the time of their lives, and then I suppose the win-win for the locals is that the workers will fulfil the jobs in the outback where the employers might be finding it difficult to get the staff they need. But the beauty of the working holiday visa, or the correct title, the, the 417 visa, is that it's a doorway in. Like, many of the Irish I know over there, they go for a year, get your second year through the regional work, and then... You went. I, I did, yeah, yeah, and I got sponsored then. So that's what happens. People end up being there for years and they end up getting the Australian passport at the end of the day. But the number of people applying to go there has never been higher. So over the course of 12 months from 2022 into last year, there were more than 21,500 visas granted to Irish citizens. We come in just after the French and then people from the UK are, are number one. Now, the bizarre part of this is... Look, to be fair, here in the grand scheme of things, Ireland is in a fairly good place on paper. Record employment, they say we're awash with cash. But the number of people heading down under is almost double what it was at the peak of the recession in 2008, where you had more than 12,000 visas granted. Now, look, there are a number of reasons for this, which we'll hear from shortly. But, but the backlog after COVID is one of them. Australia has also upped the age limit for this visa to 35 years of age. So if you've hit the 30 mark and you think you're over the hill, some good news for you. You can still go. But Kieran, just to get a sense of how the young people of Ireland are feeling about staying, uh, I met with three Trinity nursing students, Matthew, Sean and Darren. Now, these guys are studying to work in a sector we know is being drained with workers who are going abroad. So it was interesting to hear their thoughts on it. Sean says he was in Australia last year, so I asked him, would he be tempted to go back? Definitely, yeah, and any Erasmus chances or anything like that, I'll definitely think about. And nursing as well, yeah. maybe possibly working in healthcare yeah. over there? Good shout, yeah, over there. Yeah. Are you also in nursing? Yeah. yeah. First year. Is it something that's discussed in the class that people are considering? Yeah. It's pretty like it's pretty well known that like no one wants to stay here because most people are looking most people are looking to leave it whether it be Australia, Canada or even the United States. Most people like definitely are looking to leave like first thing. And why is that? Is it a sense of adventure or is it actually just kind of the pressures of living in Ireland? Pressures of living in Ireland because they're well it is taxed a lot with money and all that like and as well as that most people want to travel and with nursing like you could get a job anywhere around the world. Is there anything that would attract you to stay in Ireland or what would you like to see being done to make it easier for you when you do graduate? Uh, I don't know if there's just spare wages from the nurses definitely because like we're going into it and there's not too much to be made in there so it's kind of it's not too incentivizing to want to stay if like it's not really ideal to, if you want to raise a family as well. And you're only in first year college the big bad world is still a bit away from you as well yes. I guess pay back time to, to the college and all in the hospitals that we train in you know to the senior nurses that are helping us through the four years like I know we're only in first year but We've done our first stint now in placement and all the senior nurses helping us and all, so it'd be nice to have a few years paid them back, like, after college. You feel a bit so, loyal to the, ah, the yeah. system here? <laughs> Might travel a bit, but uh, definitely think of paying back a few years at least first. All right, so those are uh, the voices of a few nursing students you caught up with on the streets of Dublin. Uh, Josh, did you speak to anyone who's actually left and living the life? I did. So, so look, we know back when it was the, the, the US days or the boat England in the 70s and 80s, a lot of the workers would have been heading for the building sites or the hospitals, but that certainly hasn't been the case the last 20 years or so. So it's all sectors. And I suppose 
that comes down to the changing views around career progression, the attitude of once that the safe job with the pension is no more. So, so, so if people get higher wages and get better quality of life, they'll happily move. I spoke with Peter Collins, a man who was formerly... Um, of this Marconi House Parish here working as a presenter on Spin he left for Melbourne last January so he's nearly there a year he had a full-time job renting in Dublin but there was a niggling feeling that he wanted to go travelling now he says the cost of living here was also a factor he's just after spending his first Christmas abroad and he's happily set up there working away in the corporate world but he hasn't left radio behind either he's been working with KISS radio station based in Melbourne Peter says his plans to immigrate were delayed due to the pandemic the main reason I'd say for a lot of people is that the cost of living in the whole country has just gone through the roof. You feel like you're living in a country not developed enough or suitable for young professionals. I feel like you're, it's a country that benefits people maybe in their late 40s and up well for people who are more established in their careers, uh, have better finances. It suits much better to live in Ireland where if younger people, they can't afford anything. There's nothing there for them in, the, in that sense. A lot of the jobs that people want to go for at times can be in the, in the capital and when there's nowhere to rent and nowhere to live there, commuting is not always a viable option, especially with the infrastructure that Ireland has. It's, it's not developed enough for people to commute in those distances up to the city, back and forth each day, and these people with no, no lives outside of work until you get to the weekend. If there's opportunity elsewhere in the world to make better money, have a better standard of life, just more enjoyment out of their life, enjoying their 20s and 30s, with a great social life there, a lot more to do in the cities. I'd love to stay here longer, and I definitely think I will. We're nearly, nearly finished the first year now. Uh, we've luckily, luckily enough now, everyone gets it that um, we have the opportunity to get sponsored by a company. So we're going to stay here for probably at least another two more years, um, and we'll see where we are then. Uh, see where where we are in our life, what we want to do. Do we want to move home or not? Will it be good enough to move home? Will there be jobs? Can we rent? In Dublin, can we buy in Dublin? If the answers are no, well then maybe we won't move home just yet in two or three years. We might leave there longer. We're earning quite respectable and good money out here. And if we go home and can't earn near that and don't have a good standard of living, what's the point of going home? All right, Peter Collins from Dublin, who, as Josh said, moved to uh, Melbourne not too long ago. What about those working in the visa offices, Josh, processing all these applications? What or who are they seeing coming through the door? Yeah, so this would be, I suppose, the first point of contact for people when they make the decision. And as I was saying about the skills that people traditionally left, it would have landed them in certain sectors. We're also seeing that being widened open with the, the age gap as well has also increased. So I left for Australia myself straight after college at 21. But now I'm hearing more and more people in their late 20s, early 30s are heading off. Some will even go in their 40s with their families if they can arrange a sponsorship. But these latest figures published by the Australian Department of Home Affairs show that the number of visas granted to Irish citizens is double what was granted the previous year. So in the 12 months from 2021 to 2022, there were over 10,000. So it'll be interesting to see, was this just a, a pandemic blip that, that there was an increase or how the numbers will look going into next year? I met with the business development manager at Visa First, Nuno Troy. Now, Nuno agrees that, yes, there was a spike with delays, but she says she is projecting more and more people will head down under. A lot of young people show more interest to move to Australia and not only just because of the weather it's obviously job opportunities that they see besides construction it's hospitality healthcare finance even administration and I see that with the change from the government as well that they um, extend the age gap to 35 years of age and in terms of your own office like how many visa applications are you getting in a week or even over last year last year we got nearly 
2,000 applications per year for working holiday visa for Australia only. And out of all the countries, is Australia the number one destination for young people now leaving Ireland or where else are you seeing a demand? America, Canada? Number one now, it's obviously Australia. Number two would be New Zealand. Obviously one of the reasons for this jump in applications would be down to the backlog of COVID and delays of people stalling their plans because they couldn't leave. Do you expect numbers to rise again coming into this year? Or Oh yeah, definitely. We, we see, we expect the numbers that visa first, we expect 20 to 30% because from what we see at, at the end of the year that people get ready to leave this spring or even the summer, the traffic is like very, very heavy. Even last week, like first week of January, the line of people queuing to get the visa, it just like incredible first week of the year first week of the year people just submit the applications already and those are the people that like plan to leave either in March or April uh, somebody's after texting in Josh 87 106 funny that Kieran. I wonder if the local Australians would be holding protests about their legitimate concerns at young Irish migrants invading uh, their country yeah, which is a um, Fair comparison. Not entirely the same, but I have to say, I think there are similarities. Anyway, you met somebody else who made the move, much like Peter Collins, Josh. I did. And again, I also wonder, is there a rush to the visa office in the new year after people see their, their friends coming home with the wads of cash in the pub, telling them all the good stories, leaving out any of the bad? But like, you, you don't ever hear people going on about being stuck down a hole with a kango hammer in 40 degrees heat. It's the beer gardens, going surfing at the beach. But I suppose what you hear from a lot of people is they put up with the work because the wages are so good. People even head off to the mines on these working holiday visas because it, it can count as your regional work to get your second year and the money being made in the mines is a different level altogether. But we heard from Peter earlier. He, he went to Australia with his partner, Claire Concannon. Now, both in their mid to late 20s when they left last year, Claire is now working as a project and account manager and says the housing availability here in Ireland was one of the main reasons she decides to leave. For me, I was really lucky in that I had a job within my first two weeks of arriving and we got an apartment in our first two weeks of arriving. I do think the job front's getting a bit harder here because there's so many people coming over, but there's still so many opportunities for people here, just so much more than you get at home. Like I went up a full like step in my career when I came here, earning better money, and you just can have a better lifestyle with that now. Whereas at home, you're living at home and you just have to think about saving and buying a house and everything else whereas you just don't really have those worries here overall it can be hard to settle but once you really want it and once you make a good group of friends like we just spent our first Christmas here in terms of coming back to Ireland I just think Ireland needs to firstly sort out the rental crisis which I know so many cities in the world have right now but I lived at home when I was at home I left when I was 28 and I couldn't have moved out because of what I was being paid was in no way relative to what the rent was at home. I have a four-year university degree and I couldn't move out. Whereas here, your salary is reflective of the cost of living most of the time. I just think Ireland as a whole needs to help young people more. Like in my late 20s now, do I think if I was at home, I would be able to buy a house? No. I don't think I'd even be able to rent out at the moment because I wasn't before I left. So I don't think I'd be in a position now. And even if I did, then what, I wouldn't be able to buy a house for another 10 years or so. So I just think you need to help young Irish people more if you want to keep them there. Yes, you can say the weather is good here, everything else. But at the end of the day, we're all going to want to come home to our families at some point. One of the main things that would be stopping me is that I just don't think the job opportunities or the housing opportunities are there. 
Josh Crosby, thank you for that report. Record numbers of Irish people applying for visas to head down under 087-1400-106, the number. If you want to get in touch about that or anything else uh, we are talking about, Phil says the cost of living in Australia probably higher than here, but a better climate. And sure, buying property and renting is more expensive. 087-1400-106.